Okay, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Aussie Techhead's Christmas episode. It's uh, episode 515, 22nd of December, 2016. So I hope you're all having a good week and it's not going too crazy, getting a park at the shops. And uh, I heard the other day that they've actually, you know, when you go to the tip, you know, these little refuge stations, they, uh, they've got guards there now over Christmas. Apparently people get a bit aggro saying that, that people take their spots and everything. At the tip of all places, but anyway. Nah, depends. <laughs> but anyway. You get your presents from somewhere, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Well, this is right. Uh, look, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au, and you can get us on the TuneIn Radio app across platform. Just search for Aussie Tech Radio. It's a 24-7 back-to-back wall-to-wall tech podcast. Yes, they do repeat, uh, and it all depends on how many are produced through the week that we put up in the playlist. So if you've got a tech podcast you want in the playlist, Give me an email, uh, glenn at aussietechheads.com.au. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash aussietechheads. And YouTube, the show is recorded with a video camera. Woohoo! Yeah, one of those things. And the video is up on <laughs> youtube.com forward slash aussietechheads. <laughs> you can... It's actually a potato, but you know. What do you normally record the video with? Uh, I just like yeah. lots of stills. And I just flick it all, flick it through, you know. Oh, it's like those missing Doctor Who episodes. <laughs> oh, they're the ones. They're the ones. Yes, and as, as you heard, uh, look, we have got Jason, and for a while we haven't heard this man, Will. Will, I think that's him. How are you going, Will? Hooly uh, dooly. No way. Good, good. What's yeah. been going on? It's been a while. Oh, just, well, I don't know. It's been a blur, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just work uh, and life. Working kids is hard, isn't it? It's and, just gone. And the problem is now that we've moved, we've literally moved 15 minutes, or not even, it's 12 minutes up the road from where we used to live. And suddenly I'm getting home an hour later every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Not quite sure what's going on there, but you know. Oh yeah, that that's how it happens. That's what how when are you when are you uh breaking up? Well let's introduce let's get Jace on there first. How are you going, Jace? Oh hi, yeah, I'm here too. Very <laughs> uh, you've been here before. Yeah. Anything new with you? Uh got a house. Mm, cool. That's old news. That's so last week. <laughs> Gonna I'll tell you what though, I've been researching internets and apparently the best ISP to go with is Sky Mesh. Who's heard of that? Hands up. Nobody, yeah, right? Skymesh. Is that in the movie? <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, that's going net. Oh. My sister's with, my sister's with Skymesh. Wasn't the one with oh, that? she like it? Uh, the problem is they're on satellite and they've yep. got a VoIP phone. So there's like a four second latency between the conversations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see people complaining about the, the satellite, but that's all NBN. That's the satellite. satellite. Everybody's but... going to be the same. It's not the provider, but yeah. Everyone's just going off about how Sky Mesh is the best ISP. They've got Australia support. They don't count Netflix in your downloads. Nice. Um, they don't and, count a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah, and also, um, if you're like, well, I can see you've got a bunch of plans there, but none of them suit me. I would prefer, you know, to have uh, five gigs during the day and one gig overnight. They're like, yeah, okay, that'll be... And give you a price and say, that's your plan. You just pick whatever you want. So satellite, so you can do satellite, MBN fiber, fixed wireless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, do, they do the whole lot. Um, I know the plan that my sister's on at the moment because they're still building the house, but they wanted some way to communicate while they're out at the block. So they said, look, we don't actually have a house yet. We've got power out there. What can you do us? And they said, well, if you can put the roof on, tin roof on so we can put the satellite dish up, and if you can put a cupboard 
pin or a gun safe or a filing cabinet or something in where we can put the equipment out of the weather, hmm. you can have it. Right. <laughs> then. Yes. So then they've got they've got internet and Wi-Fi out there, which means that they're you know out in the middle of nowhere, but it means they've got some way of communicating now. Whereas before there was no phone signal or anything. But every other provider said, no, 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 can't do anything till the house is signed off and sealed and delivered and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, look. Ridiculous. Yeah, look, this this could be a, I don't know, we, this could be a quick episode this week because of being Christmas, there's not too many episode, uh, stories around. But I do have one story, and that is to do with the MBN, <laughs> funnily enough. Uh, the MBN, yeah, so while we're talking, we can go back to SkyMesh if you like, but I was just going to say that MBN has abandoned the three-year construction plan it pledged to update every quarter in favour of an address checkout web function which removes the mention of the type of fixed-line technology you will receive. So the that's, site... the, that's the Apple method we were talking about last week where you're like, how long's my battery got to go? <laughs> oh, yeah, we just took that icon out because people would get cranky, cranky. about it and the battery indicator... <laughs> Would, was was a bit wonky mm. and where we said that your but your new battery on the 2016 laptops would get 10 hours and you're telling us only four don't worry we got rid of that indicator so now you're not know and the nbn's doing the same yeah. you want to know when it's coming we used to say it was coming next march but now we're not sure so we just took all of the indicators off so now you just don't actually know yeah, well, not only that, they've taken the technology off as well. So mm. you don't even know what technology you're going to get. Or before they say, "Oh, you're going to get fiber to the premises or whatever," now it just says, "Congratulations, you! At some point in the future, are going to be able to get this." Yeah. Did you see that hilarious article where this guy had been waiting for NBN for ages, and they put it <laughs> on the verge across the road from where he lived. So he emailed NBN Co and said, hey, I see that you've got that. When can I connect to it? I really want to connect to it. It's just, and they're like, no, oh, no, we're not sure. He's like, but I just saw them. They installed the, the box right across the street from where I live. Hmm. It'd be awesome because I'll get fast speed. They said, oh, hang on. And a couple of days later, they picked up the box and moved it 40 feet down the road away from his house because he said he wanted to connect to it. They said, sorry, you can't connect to it now. Oh, no, no. That wasn't the same guy that hurls his 4G dongle up into the tree. Up the tree. <laughs> could have been, could have been. Oh, but look, something I, I hate that. Something I suppose you could have some have some look forwardness to is that the the MBN does say that everyone will have it by two thousand and twenty, so that's just thirteen years too late. By everyone, they mean like ninety percent of the population. That's what everyone covers these days. Mm. Some kind of NBN, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. NBN to everyone like it was before. Fixed. It's all going but to be. All, all they've done in some places now is they've relabeled ADSL and they've called it the NBN. Oh. And it, it's in Evans, in it, yeah, like they were trying to get away with doing that in Evans Head because the fastest they've got down there is ADSL1 and they don't want to spend the money in the exchange for such a small population. So they were trying to relabel it as NBN and saying everybody's got the NBN. Unfortunately, <laughs> two of the councillors are like two really high-end tech guys who have multiple tech corporations. And they went, um, no. <laughs> That's not the way this works. Nice try, Bucky. Yeah, yeah, but look, it's just a bit crazy, isn't it? So, look, the NBN 2020, yeah, I don't know. What can't it just be now? Like, just get on get on with well, it. Well, our whole town here is fixed NBN to your house, so I can't really complain, you know. I got annoyed at the government all the time. Oh, NBN's not coming, NBN's not coming, but I'm going to have it, so. Screw the rest of us. Got <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah, it. I've got, I've got a hybrid. Um, 
Not the hybrid, bad, is, right? Um, it's fiber to the the uh, it's fiber to the Ipswich, and then it's copper trunk line from Ipswich to Rosewood, and then we're on the original copper, like the fifties copper, forties, fifties that was put in here. Um, so it actually sucks a lot because just the old copper. The technology itself does a pretty good job, but the copper is so bad. Um, and the crappy Telstra routers that they give you, like I just haven't had, I've got a good quality router and Telstra are transparent. They'll give you all the settings so you can set up your own router, which is really good because they're one of the few companies that do that most companies. So you're, this is an NBN router? Um, yeah, yep. the NBN modem thing. Because um, yep. yeah, you don't sorry. have the, yep. the, if you've got fiber, you'll have two, you'll have a modem that comes into the premises and then the router that works off that. Because if you're just on a hybrid, you'll just have a straight router. Um but it's so crap, it reboots itself at least four, five, six times a day, at least. Well, at least you know so. you're getting a fresh connection each time. <laughs> I had CPD uh, wired in NBN go out four times a day. I had to keep rebooting the modem. Eventually, it would come back after about 10 minutes, and then I could work again, and then... You know, now that a couple of hours later, the NBN went away. I don't know what's happening. TPG, wake up. Mm. I, I wouldn't mind if they had a decent router. The problem with this router is that it takes anywhere up to 10 minutes to reboot. Um, and it actually has mechanical relays in it. You can physically hear the router clicking on and off every time it's trying to connect to the one. Yeah, that's rubbish. Nobody's used mechanical relays in 20 years. <laughs> you love it. They put them there just for you. Have you, now, have you still got your, your 4G phone? Yeah. No signal. The, 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 the unlimited one? Yep. Oh, Not enough signal, though. Oh, no, I've only got, I've only got um, HTS, HTS DPA here. So they, they probably don't even have, you know, transistors in there. they got valves, right? <laughs> Well, it's like it takes well long enough for the valves to warm yeah, up. They've got to warm really up. Nice. That's why it's so hot in your <laughs> house. You should open it up and have a look inside there. Right, actually. I might find something worth some money in there. Yeah. But, so, uh, so MBN yeah. is uh, slowly chugging its way around Australia. And, yeah, heaven forbid it gets into a capital city, eh? Like, geez. I was actually good. talking to um, our local councillor here, who's actually a really decent person, surprisingly. Um I don't know what they are. I don't know. If, I don't know what like denomination they belong to, but they're, you know, they're a nice enough guy. Independent. And could well be actually out here. Um, and I was chatting to him about the takeaway is getting fish and chips. And um, I was saying, you know, when the NBN was first launched, how they proposed how they could roll it out in twelve, in, you know, in a year with this technology of fighting the optic through the waterways and stuff like that. And he's like, no, I know nothing about it. And he gave my phone number and stuff, and he went and looked back, and he actually dug back through the the archives of the NBN history that he's got, and he goes, you know what? He said that would have been done and dusted six or seven years ago. It would have been paid for three times over already. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all rubbish. Politics, man, it's all politics. Mm. Um, but it wasn't even that. It was the fact that whoever was in charge of the NBN back when that decision was made didn't even put it to the vote. They just said no straight up because. Apparently, nobody else has ever heard of this. Well, I know the Gold Coast was doing some MBN from the tram tracks or something. <laughs> it was really crazy. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, but only when the tram goes past. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the net over tram? Well, they do have network over power line. Network over tram. 
not like long distance. It's quite a feasible solution. The problem is in Australia that emergency services actually piggyback off the power lines. Their um, their radios, their UHFs and stuff that they carry on them actually all boost. They all piggyback off power lines, so they can be out in the middle of nowhere. As long as there's a power line within two or three k's, they can actually get signal on their sets. So our power lines are actually already in use. Otherwise, we could do it that way. It says here, I've just found this article, the Gold Coast ratepayers, that's me, but I still won't get nothing, will fork out almost $4 million to bring high-speed internet uh, to a section of the city, a job the National Broadband should have done. So, yeah, sick of waiting for the NBN, yes. Uh, Gold Coast City Council to pay $3.6 million to lay its own fibre-optic cable to ensure the city is not left red-faced when the 2018 Commonwealth Games roll into town. So there you go. It's going to be at the yeah, Griffith so Uni. Two blocks in every direction from the venue will have will have it. Yeah, <laughs> that's rubbish. And then the rest in of every it. Every hotel, every, the, you know, every hotel, every public spot, every business, uh, hospitals, they'll all have it, but none of the private infrastructure will get it. Yeah, and they're, and they're going to introduce a little box, you know, like at the ATMs where you put your money in. You know, you, you like if you're a business, you wrap it up in a plastic bag and. Bank. Hey, yeah, the bank. bank. Yeah, well, the the trams are going to have one of those pull-out boxes where you're going to everyone at each stop. You'll be able to put all your USBs into it, and then that will trans the trams will transfer your data to the next stop. And if if you're there, you can take one out. Almost cheaper than pigeon. Yeah, almost, almost. But yeah, well, we we spoke about that recently. They did the pigeon test again. Again, yeah, long ago. Okay. Well, they did it. The same guys have been doing it every year for about ten years now. Right. And um. They pick, I think they pick like 10 random locations around Australia, yeah. um, like to and from, that they're going to send the, this, this two gig of data. And for the first time ever this year, I think one out of the 10 locations actually beat the pigeon. Right, right. So I'll just, I'll just look that up, actually. It's, it's the... Uh, yeah, was, is this it? It's a humorously intended to carry in homing pigeons. Yeah, oh, that's oh. what they call it. Yeah, IP over over, over, over Arian, a- yeah. <laughs> yeah, IP over avian carriers. But yeah, so I think yeah. we we spoke about that not too long ago. I must have been with Jace. But yeah, so the whole gist of it, if you haven't, if you didn't hear, was uh, yeah. So it was uh, what a two gig data USB or something, uh, and yeah. it was strapped it's to a pigeon. Strap a thumb drive to a pigeon. Yeah, and then at the same time, the upload started on an ADSL. Upload started on a. A, uh, a cable, and then I think one was chucked into a car, and it was to see how fast that two gig could get to its destination. About I don't know, was it seven k across town or something? And, oh, uh, yeah. and and the pigeon has this, um, pigeon wins. Australia's Australia's internet speed under the coalition has dropped from thirtieth to sixtieth in the world. Yeah, yeah well, but that's rubbish. it's not that our speed, our actual overall speed, has probably increased. It's the fact that everybody else has created exponentially faster. <laughs> Yep. That's what it is. It's not that ours is actually pop. That was something interesting I saw with SkyMesh. You can get 100, 100. Yeah. That's um, fast. They use a, I think they use... If, I have to go back and reread it. I think they use a satellite piggyback to do that. So you get your 40 over the, over the hard line, then you get another X, X amount over the satellite. Also, yeah. there's an ISP in Melbourne called Spirit that does 200-200, the only one in Australia. Wowzers. I think, it, I think it's only commercial, that one. Well, probably. Uh, no, it says you should be able to sign up for it, but it's only in Melbourne only. But only in Melbourne, yeah. But how much, but would, how much would that be? Fairly, 
um, on the ball with that because back in 90, when was I working for Nucleus? 98, 99? I had um, four meg down, two meg up cable. Yeah. So, you know, Melbourne's fairly advanced in, in that sort of thing, actually. It's quite, quite surprising. So what's this? Let's see if we can find how much that is. Business they got fiber. business apartment and student oh, fiber. Okay. The business is one gigabit. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Is there any prices? We'll go business, find out more. See what's in there. What else is down there? Not much. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, there's your 200, the fiber optic cable. Yeah, if you get the fiber. Prices start from 295 a month with unlimited data. But see, don't forget too that they're offering, um, they're offering, you know, 200 meg doesn't mean you're going to get 200 meg because it's still going to hit the exchanges and slow down. Yeah, true, true. Um, guess who I got a call from the other day? Um, You'll never guess. Mayor of <laughs> Eric. Cronulla. <laughs> Cronulla. Woo. No, um, Ustream rang me. Can you believe that? Oh, not really. <laughs> Yes. Some, Hi, um, we want to have your show oh, broadcasting yeah. live. You haven't we used us for ages. I know. Yeah, she goes, yeah, you've had an account for a little while, but you haven't used it for a little while. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> she goes, why? <laughs> and she goes, do you mind if I ask why and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, yeah, because like my upload is too slow. And therefore, what was happening, it was buffering all the time for everyone watching it. And every time it buffered, it would reload and they'd get the ad again. It was driving people insane. And uh, yep. and she and I said, yeah, but that's the, we don't have enough uh, uploads. I said, I've got two and a half and you guys probably want about five to you know do a stable connection. And she said, yeah, yeah, we do, we'd like to do about five. And I went, well, no one. That's probably what, I don't know what the MBN is, but I said, well, you've got under 20% of people in Australia that can do probably five and over. Oh, it's, just, it's just not happening. But anyway, I just said to her, and probably also because you haven't got any servers down here, and she goes, oh, and B and she also said that, that IBM have bought them out, apparently. So yeah. now IBM's controlling the Ustream, and uh, they're going to put some servers down under next year. Oh, that's good. Mm, that might speed things up yeah. a bit. So how, how does Ustream get your number? They just went to your tech website, Aussie Tech Heads, and go, oh, yeah, there's Glenn. No, well, I've got an account uh, I think with it's them. In the account. Yeah. yeah, I might. I must have put my phone number in. in uh, mm -hmm. Who puts their phone number in stuff like that? Mm. <laughs> <Man of> Me. <laughs> but well, I had a box there, and I thought, why not? Well, Maybe one them. day they'll ring me and say, "Why well, you're not using us anymore?" <laughs> well, because I nearly wasn't going to answer it because it comes up on the phone from Singapore, and I went, oh, "I don't know if I'm yeah. going to answer that." I thought, "Am I going to be able to understand them?" So I entered yeah. it, and yeah, that's who it was. So anyway, that was a little tidbit of information there. Uh, look, um, what can we? Let's move off MBN and internets and stuff. Uh, let's find it because I know Will's been doing something interesting. He tells me before the show his whole kitten caboodle production there he's got running is all solar powered monitors, computers, and whatnot. What's going on, Will? That sounds very intriguing. Don't they have the grid out there where you live anymore? <laughs> well. Only half the time. That's the problem. That's what made me do it. Because since I've been out here, we would probably average two or three brownouts a day and probably a blackout every two or three days. Um, no wonder and, your moon's not coping. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So I decided, okay. valves. Well, I started off with, um, I started off just running the modem uh, and the headsets off. That's what's done it. Yeah. Um, off just a, a battery, you know, running it through a UPS, and I thought, oh, mm. 
as soon as I work with batteries and I have solar panels and I have everything I need, I'll see what's required to um, to run my system off it. So I've got um, a one kilowatt solar system um, running through a voltage regulator through behind me here. You can actually see it over my shoulder. Uh, you only need one kilowatt to do your whole house? You can see over my shoulder there. You can see uh, there's an inverter and a solar regulator. There's a lot of stuff um, over your shoulder. And, yeah, and they're feeding into, what have I got back there? 80, 160, 320 amp hours of batteries. Um, Everyone's telling me I need to get a minimum of five kilowatts, but you're doing it all off one. No, I'm running my computer off one. Just. Uh, so how are you storing this? Because obviously it's night time, there's no sun out. So how, how are you? You have a Tesla power wall. No. As so I said, I've, got, I've just got 360 amp hours of batteries sitting on the floor behind me there. Um, what car battery? Just deep cycles, yeah, nothing special, just cheap. So how long is it? They're actually just shitty ones from work that only half work. But um, so we could lose you at any stage. No, I've got a voltage monitor and stuff, and with one screen, um, if I do the maths on it, my computer draws ten amps, and each screen draws four amps. So if I've got 180 usable. Because you, you only draw your battery bank down to half, so I've got 360 total, so I've got 180 usable. So if I just run my PC, I get 18 hours. If I run my PC in one screen, I get like 12 hours. If I run all four screens with my computer, I get like four hours. Right. So it's like, still pretty good for free. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Um, so it's running that. It's running my modem. It's running. All my headsets, it does. I've got it hooked up to all the chargers for all the phones and the tablets and stuff like that. So um, that fan that you can see behind me, it's running that as well. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk cost then, Will. What's it? What's it? What's what's it cost? What's the solar panel cost? So how, how complicated to do it? Uh, it's simple to do. Um, bear in mind that Mr. I've got man, yeah. a nine hundred watt inverter behind me, which is a little bit overkill for this part. A 900 watt inverter means if we get a blackout, I can plug the fridge and freezer into that and run them as well, which is the other reason I've got it. Yeah. Um, if you just to do a similar setup to what I've got, the panels, um, you know, you're looking at about $400 worth of solar panels. Um, for the regulator, you're looking, depending on what regulator you buy, brands, types, blah, 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 anywhere from about, you know, 250 upwards. Um, and as usually, batteries, the inverters aren't too bad. A 300 watt inverter, which is all you need to run the PC, uh, is uh, what, $100, $150, something like that? Right. Uh, so but the, the big cost is the batteries. That's where your expense is. Right. Um, the so, batteries, depending on the type, the size, the design, the style, the brand, the blah, 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 blah. You can, if you figure in about, as a rule, about a dollar an amp hour batteries so if you want 500 amp hours of batteries it's going to cost you about 500 dollars so you just got car batteries is that what you got oh they're deep cycle batteries but they're they're lead ass just old school lead acid batteries i'm not running gels or anything like that although you you can that's perfectly fine i just happen to have these at home Hmm. Uh, that's pretty good that you're running all that from what you've made today from the sun that's pretty good yeah exactly and the one kilowatt of panels is actually overkill. I could use half a kilowatt. The reason I went to one kilowatt is because on a cloudy day, it actually puts enough in to charge the batteries up. If I just stuck to my half kilowatt, which would work fine 90% of the time, but if I get one or two cloudy days, my batteries aren't charging. Whereas if I go the bigger 
bigger bout of panels, they're still putting enough power in even on a cloudy day to charge our batteries up. This reminds me of Minecraft <laughs> setting up the solar panels. At oh, yeah. Yeah. The principles are surprisingly very similar. This way you learned it all, right? <laughs> so that's a that's a 150 watt inverter, which is a little bit small, but a 300 watt inverter is not a lot bigger. Um, if you just wanted to run your PC and a few things, that would be perfectly fine. Um, what about an aircon, Will? Can you run aircons from that? Not on my system. Is, on well, a, aircons on a, draw on too an much. Aircon system about ten times the size. Yeah, right, right. But that's pretty cool. Any, anything that heats and cools uses a ridiculous amount of. Anything that heats in particular uses a ridiculous amount of electricity. Hmm. And no. you also. Um, should tell us a bit, you were telling me the other day about your pickaxe that you're thinking of getting. Yeah, I'm looking into running a pickaxe. Um, for those who don't know, basically, it's a microprocessor, um, fully programmable, very, very easy to use, very easy to program. It's all workflow programming. Um, and the reason I want to do that is I want to build a solar tracker because at the moment, with the panels I've got, they're sitting flat on my roof of my house. So they're only actually getting sun for about three hours a day. So if I build a tracker, to track the sun, I'll actually get pretty much full input on my panels for six or eight hours a day, which means I can actually cut the size. I can either cut my panel size in half or double my battery bank um, for the same amount of, of resources because I'm now tracking the sun and getting a much greater usage of, of throughout the day. Now, so I've... for the sake of a few bits and pieces to make a cheap solar tracker, um, realistically, you could make one for under a hundred bucks it's going to handle a kilowatt system right oh, i just i was just having trouble finding pickaxe all i was getting results P-I-C. P-I-C. yeah i was just getting results from minecraft <laughs> i was typing in p-i-c-k <laughs> yeah, that's, so it. So you can, that's blockly there that you can make your programming with just plug yep. blocks of code into each other so in other words you start it then you go if um, detector one is stronger than detector two, move west. If detector two is stronger than detector one, move east. And it's very simple to do, very simple to set up. You literally can program it with a serial cable and with two wires, um, a positive and negative in the ground, so three wires. Right. You can program it. Um, it's literally a little PIC processor, so, like a micro processor. So if you're interested in that, go and have a look at PICAX, P-I-C-A-X-E dot com. Very cheap way to get into um, really. I mean, there's now there's Arduino's, there's Raspberry Pis, there's all this other stuff are doing it. There's still the AT AT88 clock chips which people use, but I mean, Pickaxe has been around for a long time. It's a very underutilized um, resource, I think, because it came about the time all these other you know, Arduino's and stuff started taking off, which are hugely more versatile. But for nice, simple, basic, easy to do programming, I think it's still very hard. To go past something like that. Yeah. So, what you'd rec- you'd be what recommending that over a Raspberry Pi? Uh, say. Depends they're, on your project. Yeah, they're, they're different right. things for different applications. I mean, the thing is, you can buy a pickaxe for uh, I think it's six dollars, and you can start programming a microcontroller. Mm. You know, um, and it will do very. I mean, it is a very basic clock chip. It will do a one after the other process. Um, but it will do it basically, and it has you know eight outputs or 
and six outputs and two inputs. You can make your Christmas lights follow each other around. Yeah, you know, you can do a lot of basic stuff with it and it's really cool what you can do. But the thing is you will outgrow it once you get into advanced programming. But the thing is you now know which direction you want to go. Do I want to go a Raspberry Pi? Do I want to go a banana? Do I want to go a Pi Plus? Do I want to go a Mini? Do I want to go an Arduino, a Mega, a Duo? You know, you're going to know the limits of these processes and the limits of what all this stuff can do. So then you know what the next logical step is rather than going, hey, I want to build this and the internet tells me I have to do it this way. Right. Well, yeah, but everybody else has done that. You know you can do that. What's the point? Yeah. If you're going to enjoy electronics and enjoy getting into it and enjoy doing it, half of the the enjoyment is figuring out how to do it. I mean, sure, use guides, use tutorials, use the information available, but there's no point copying somebody because then you know it's, I mean, if you just need something to function and work and it's done, okay, fine. But if you want to build something and enjoy what you're actually doing, the half of that is making that process work. How you make that process work is, is, is the other half of the challenge. Do I use pure analog? Do I go, okay, I'm not going to use any, and actually I think I'm, this is the way I'm now going to go. Do I go pure analog and not use any control circuitry at all and just use, in my case, I'm going to literally use um, these smaller solar panels and they will be mounted on the corners of the panel and they will directly run the actuators off themselves and one will be wired one way and one will be wired the other way so they'll just counteract each other and there won't be any processes at all involved. Yeah, well, there you go. How good's that? I'm not into that sort of stuff, but uh, I was when I was a kid. I'd probably, if I had time, I'd probably get back into it. Like everything. Well, Where do you get time, Will? That you make 24 different things out of all the mm. different components and stuff. Mm. Where do you get your time, I mean, Will? You're busy, boy. But I, That's I why he's not doing podcasts anymore. <laughs> That's right. Well, to give, to give you an idea, it's taken me like a month just to come up with the idea of getting the how in my head how the track is going to work. So hmm. I just don't have time to do it. But what it does mean, I'll show you, you know, okay, this is the inside of a, a new solar controller. But this is what a cheaper variant, but still a new one looks like. But the thing is, if the average person just sort of looks at that, yeah. you know, no, no. You don't know anything at all about what's in there. No. If you spend a couple of hours play with it and, and get to understand what's happening in there, then you realize that the componentry in here can be used for other things. And not so much in the case of this, but there is some situations where you can buy, say, um, well, a classic example is these little crappy little, you know, $1 solar lights. Mm, yeah. Okay. They've got. They've got uh, integrated circuits and they've got circuitry in them that actually cost you more to buy the circuitry yeah right componentry off that circuit than it mm. does to buy the entire light so you get a solar panel you get the LED you get the battery you get the transistors you get everything on that board for like 60 cents or whatever it costs to actually buy the, all the parts is like $4 yeah, so right. I mean if, if you understand that Everything in here works out cheaper to buy it this way. Then you just go buy a box of these. And pull them out. Me back, um, when LED lights used to be expensive to buy individually and everyone's like, just buy a string of Christmas lights, chop all the LEDs off, and there you go. You can use it. Exactly. Cheap it's ex- simple. Exactly the same. Well, these are actually color changers. These have got the little color changers, um, what they call um, like straw hat. <laughs> um, they got straw hat bulbs in them. And they're still relatively expensive to buy, just so the colour changing. They've got a little microchip on them and they just roll through the red, green, blue and all the rainbow colours yeah. in between. Um, 
by themselves, and that's quite expensive to buy outright, you know. So there is um, there is method in having a basic understanding of things. For example, you know why things when it hits forty five degrees inside, why does you know why do things refuse to work, and why do things overheat, and mm. why do power packs for laptops try to catch on fire? And you go, well, it's because mm. they're in a sealed unit and they're producing a whole heap of power. <laughs> Let's drill some mobile phones. Thanks, Samsung. Yeah. yeah, well. Actually, well, that brings me to a story I had, actually. Oh, oh go, please. Nice segue, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> the five biggest tech blunders that occurred this year. Mm. So, of course, the number one that everybody can't shut up about, regardless of all the iPhone problems they've had, the uh, Galaxy Note 7. A minor issue of them exploding. <laughs> Just a minor issue. I mean, and now they're, now they're going to force a rollout that the phone's only, go, only going to work when it's plugged into electricity. Yeah, which, they're going to block it. And which, is, which is when they were blowing up when they plugged into the electricity. What button. a lot of people don't understand too is that they, they're cracking the shit saying, oh, but that, they're basically hacking into my phone and it's my phone and they can't tell me what to do with it. Well, no. yeah, it's your phone. You can do whatever you want with it, but you don't own the operating system and you don't own all the proprietary software on there. Guess who owns that? <laughs> well, yeah, that's and right. If they, to, if they want to put a block on it, they can. Apple's done it. Microsoft's done it. Mm. But you I know. suppose what they're saying is, if it was uh, like something that they couldn't retrieve, or oh, how can I put this? Like, say, uh, yeah, they they can. They're able to change it against your will, but should they be able to? If you don't want them to, like you've bought it, like it's you buy a book, they you, you can't not bought the software. But you've bought the book. You don't you want bought. the publisher to come and rip a couple of pages out when he realises that they might be defamatory or something. No, they just pull the book off the market. But you've already got the book. But, yeah. Um, they try and buy them back. It happens. That's why some of the books are very, very hard to find because they've bought them back. Yeah, okay. Um, but the thing is with the phone, you don't own the software. You own the hardware. You've bought the hardware. You own that and actually, unless you're, if you're on a plan, the telco still owns it anyway. Hmm. But... You own the hardware. The software is owned by Google and by Samsung and by all the other proprietary operators. It's no different than, let's go back 20 years ago to when Microsoft decided Netscape was no longer going to work on Windows. Yeah. It was a bug that they introduced into Windows, you know, but there's nothing you could do about it. There's nothing anyone could do about it because you didn't actually own the intellectual property. You owned the stuff like the desktop and what, involves yes. but you didn't actually own the intellectual property that eases the software yeah yeah well, that's true that's and right the thing, I, mean, I mean apple's done it as well apple forces updates upon you and you oh, don't have yeah. any control you can't say no i can't do it no you can for a while but usually they go you no want... too bad you've got to put it on samsung yeah. don't want people suing them when it catches fire when they told you don't use it when it catches fire so yeah, anyway, yeah exactly i it. suppose they give you a free phone when you take it back get a free different mm. phone well, well, that's a... the thing that they're not like they're saying you're out of pocket they're going to replace it they're going to go out of their way. I've heard of cases where people have got the latest galaxies and they've got then they've got the VR set, then they've got all this other stuff to go with it just to keep them happy, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but having said that, even, even having said that, look, the incident rate was incredibly low. Something like half a percent or something was, was actually an issue. But look, um, at the end of the day, Samsung couldn't give two hoots if you blew yourself up or not, they've provided the patch 
If you keep your That's phone right. off and turn it off and on before... Remember, it's like the old days with your Foxtel, with those the gold cards they used to have going around and get your free <laughs> Foxtel. You used to take it out at yeah. night so the little spike didn't get it and fry the card. Yeah. So, or you just didn't plug, the, didn't plug the phone line in and you would never have to pay for your movies. Yeah. You could, you'd plug the phone line in and order the movie and the second it approved it, you'd pull the phone line out <laughs> and it never had time to authorise it so you never had to pay for it. It's like Apparently. that pirated version oh, of... Not pirate version of windows <laughs> that you used to put on your machine you know yeah you unhook it from the internet you do a couple of quick code things you plug it back into the internet cracked and then you know it's cracked and then microsoft keep pushing the things out and it, whether or not it gets it who knows but uh look there's another story that was up through the week i don't know about that wait your bloody turn forest i yeah. didn't say there was five remember oh sorry will <laughs> okay next one oh, gee. just because you want to go to bed i know I've got, I've, got, I've got PCs to fix. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, the second one was the census drama. Oh, yeah. Uh, people were quick to vent frustration online, although the Bureau assured that 2 million Australians who completed the census before the site was shut down that their data was safe. Although they have no record of it because they still insist that we didn't fill it out despite us sending screenshots that we did. Mm. Um, that was so, IBM yeah, so that too, was... wasn't it? Got the blame for that? <laughs> yeah. In the well, sort of, yeah, in a roundabout kind Didn't of they way. just buy Ustream? Foreign, no, in the wake of this, in the Australian Bureau of Statistics, blame foreign hackers. Oh. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it was the system that wasn't tested correctly. Like, as soon as you plug something into the internet, it's going to get hacked. You've got to have a defence. According to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, it was foreign hackers who subsequently uh, distributed four... Four sequential denial of service attacks at the same time. How can you have four sequential service attacks at the same time? Are they sequential or at the same time? <laughs> According to the guy who was going to lose his job if it wasn't a hack, said yeah, that's right. that it was a hack. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that one. Um, then, of course, there's, there's um, Donglegate, who everybody remembers. Um, you know, everybody, what happens with Donglegate there when they decided to take the earphones off the... Uh, the, off the, off uh, iPhone 7. Off the phones. That, that is the funniest phone. video. If, you, <laughs> if people haven't seen that video, it's on the Aussie Tech Heads Facebook page. It's, it's, a, it's in a foreign language with subtitles. Read the subtitles. It's the funniest video I've seen this year. It's dead set. I'm laughing now. Will's playing it. It's dead set. The funniest thing I've seen. <laughs> have you actually seen... Have you actually seen the original to this video? Yeah, Warlock sent it to me. Yes. Yeah, it was... He's actually telling a story of one. He's been Wasn't that funny? for five years or something, and he's telling the story of this one job he actually had. <laughs> and Wasn't that oh. funny? The, and the the chef told him to wash the plates by tying them up and putting them in the down at the beach so yeah. the waves would wash over them and come back in the morning and the plates will be clean and they all washed out to sea except for one he found down near the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, no, it's great. It is funny. Yeah, look, it's on the, the site. Fun- You'll see what's well, an old yeah. old eighties like video. The guy's oh, in a red yeah. sweater. It's no teeth. It's just so. It's very funny. Very very funny. There's that one and the other one you've got to watch if you are watching these old nostalgic videos. Is the uh, I think you can you can type in something like um, uh, news um, news show and squeaky voice man or something like that. And yep. um, you'll get this other this other one. <laughs> it's just hilarious as well. But um, I mean, of course, there's 
leads up to the actual story, which was Apple removed all its MacBook Pro legacy ports, except the headphone jack. And then on the iPhones, they took off the headphone jack and gave you this other thing. You've got to have dongles to wear these things in your ears and, I don't know, lose them and spend a lot of money. So there was actually a serious story to that, but I can't remember it. I just remember that video from the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was... Number four is the GoPro Karma. Now, I never covered this because I never had time in the few shows I was on this year. Um, Both of them. GoPro basically <laughs> released its own uh, quadcopter in Australia. Um, and it was called the the, the GoPro um, Karma. Um, okay. Not Karma. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember what it's called. What was it? I can't find it. GoPro, GoPro something. Um, Carmen. That's it, I think. How do you spell something it? Like that, anyway. I can't remember. I'm trying to find the actual thing. I can't find what the product was called. Basically, it's a... Yeah, Karma. K-A-R-M-A. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's massive lines up for this thing. People wanted it. People, they just had to have it regardless. It was, you know, 1200 bucks without a camera or $1,700 with the new GoPro attached, which meant you got a new GoPro as well, you know. So, it's not that bad because that's what you'd pay for the GoPro. You'd pay $500 just for the camera anyway. Mm. Um but they had a slight issue um, where they just fall out of the sky. What happened? They'd just fall out of the sky. They'd be just happily flying along, recording video, then they'd yeah. fall out of the sky. Oh. Well, that's got to so be no good. They, um, they recalled it. I think it's since been re-released because I've seen it in Harvey Norman again the other day when I went there. Um, they were offering free GoPro Hero 5s this conversation. You're getting like or GoPro Hero 5s. Right. <laughs> if you, um, but I think they've re-released it because, yeah, I saw it the other day. More than a drone. Yeah. Oh, here we go. That's pretty cool. And, and, Did you it, see that um, video recently where these guys made a giant quadcopter that could lift you off the ground? Yeah, that was nuts. Wow, that uh, must have been a big copter. Oh, it was, it, it was yeah. It pulled it pulled a guy along who was riding a snowboard behind it on holding onto a rope, and then uh, they went took it up a mountain and it lifted him off the top of the mountain. And he went up like twenty feet in the air or something. Wow, wow, that was pretty neat. Um, I mean, this thing, you know, twenty minute flight time, fifty four kilometers an hour is pretty high spec. It meets all the legislations for private, so it's undersized, underweight, so um, they can't ping you for making up stuff that they tend to make up mm. uh, but, so what uh, what number was that that's Will? right casey casey neesat man i can't stand him um sorry what 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 <laughs> number was that what number five five so number five is this the um, is this the number just, five the biggest or the the least biggest failure according to this Number one would be the biggest failure. Number one's the biggest failure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just yeah. sent Glenn a link in the chat for the quadcopter that lifts the guy off the mountain. Oh, well, let's yeah, have a unfortunately look. It's, unfortunately, it's Casey, and I can't stand him. <laughs> I don't Casey know what... Yeah, look... I haven't heard uh, of him. If you've ever... He, all he does is blogs. That's all he does. He does a blog a day. He's got, um, like, I don't know, 20 million subscribers or something. And all he does is a blog a day. Like, like PewDiePie. Oh, he doesn't do anything. I mean, no, he's far more intelligent. Um, but I don't know what he actually does. I can't. I've watched a dozen or so of his videos just to see if I can figure out. But I can't figure out what he does. It's just like he just seems to just do these blogs. I don't know. It's really weird. Now, um, I've got, I got a picture of this guy getting thrown out of the whatever Jason just sent me. 
Ooh, too loud. Oh, so there comes the quadcopter. Move along a bit. Go to like halfway or something. Yeah. <laughs> Here it goes. It's taken off. Got a lot of viewers. Yep. Oh, jeez, there he goes. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Dressed as a Santa Claus. In about the last um, 30 seconds of the video, you see it take off with him flying over the mountain. Wow, it looks like a real... So, oh, yeah, one, two... What was it about an octocopter? About eight little... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight. Here he goes. It takes a couple of people to pull it, pull it out of the truck and lift it and carry it. Oh, right, so it's quite a unit then. Yep. I wonder, do they say how fast he gets going? Uh, I can scroll down and look. <laughs> I can't. Up to uh, snowboard, obviously. 16 rotor machine. It's a drone! It's really a drone! <laughs> okay, so it's twin, twin rotors. So we can just fast like... forward a bit here. Is he yep. up in the air there? I think he might be going about there. Well, there he goes. There he goes. Mary Poppins. Jeez, you wouldn't want to run out of juice. He's all right. Sherry. Don't let go. Don't let go. Sherry Bobbins, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's up there high, is he there? That's pretty cool. That's good. Yeah, this now is that... where he goes off the mountain. Oh, jeez, he's a daredevil, isn't he? Here he goes. So he's skiing along. The copter's pulling him along. And what, he's just going to ski off a cliff. Is that what he's doing? Ski off the side of the mountain, yeah. Oh, here he goes. Oh, there he goes. Wow. Didn't you hear his last words? I forgot to charge the battery. <laughs> wow, that's good. So, look, if, if um, you want to have a look at that video, I'll tell you what to search for on YouTube. It is just... Just search for Casey Neesat. Yep, or Human Flying Drone. And and yeah. Will's friend Casey Nisat, C A S E Y. Highly recommended by Will. C A S E Y, N E I S T A T. Yeah. Is okay. he as bad as listening to Jessica Chobot? There's obviously a reason he's so popular, and I just can't figure out what it is. I've watched uh, quite a few of his videos, and all I can like. All he does is rides around on booster boards and flies quadcopters. Like, I don't understand. Who understands people on the internet? We do shows that people don't watch on YouTube, and then you did a, a five-minute video about your car's exhaust or something, and it yeah. got a million views. Oh, speaking of which, I got my another check. This, just yesterday, I got another $100 check from YouTube. Nice. That's so all right. I'm averaging Wait. about... One a year now. <laughs> they shut down my account and won't let me reopen it again, so I can't get any monies even though my videos are popular. I'll give you an idea of this, of some people that want, the, there's one I just saw here somewhere that had 28 million views, and the video is called like, um, you know, the day I drown my camera or something. Yeah, right. Oh, some of, some of these life. YouTube videos get massive views, don't they? Massive views. Oh, mm. yeah. Put your, put your GoPro in the bottom of your fish pond and film it for a couple of hours and then put it on YouTube. And Well, people put them under their pontoons and stuff, don't they? In crab pots and everything. Hey, look, 28 million views. The $21,000 first-class airplane seat. So basically, he wanted to fly somewhere. He couldn't be bothered flying business class. 
He forked out 21 grand to five first casts, recorded it, and got 28 million views for the privilege, which would have more than covered the $21,000 plane ticket anyway. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> cool. I think you found the secret what to do. Nine million views, the $12 McDonald's burger. Hmm. Crazy. Snowboarding with the New York Police Department, 15 million. How much did you get for the McDonald's burger video you did? <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Here's so, Will eating a burger. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Jace, um, are you finished? Sorry, Will, have you finished your top five? Um, no, he's done yeah. three, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, the the last one was just a the specific the was specifically the iPhone Seven in general oh, yeah. was just a overall failure. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, basically, it's it did come to my attention that because uh, one of our listeners bought an iPhone Seven, he got in contact with me, and he said, "Yes, there is no headphone jack, but you to plug in the the." Normal three and a half inch uh, mil plug. Yes, you do need a dongle, but the, the headphones that come with it are lightning headphones, so it still plugs into the bottom yep. anyway. But you can't charge it at the same time. That was the issue. That's right. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't do two things at once. Now you can't actually watch, say, YouTube videos for more than twelve minutes before your phone goes flat <laughs> and charge it. Oh, um, you just give that little job in there every chance you get, don't you? <laughs> for an example, I'm just reading what it says in front of me. Twelve. For example, minutes. a jet. The Jet Black, okay, 14. The Jet Black <laughs> iPhone 7 suffers from low casing production yield at a rate of 60% failure. Mm. So, with aluminium castings, 60% of those are being recycled and recast because they've failed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a normal company at a 60% failure rate would go, hey, let's redesign this. Mm. Apple goes, hey, let's charge a customer more for this because it's a rare phone. Yep. Yeah, why not? Now, uh, <laughs> Jace, did you any, did you want to discuss anything this week? Just one thing to uh, make um, Eric happy. Mm, I'm sure. He... What do you reckon? <laughs> according to comments, I thought you were going to be serious. Tim, <laughs> according to comments made by Tim Cook on an internal Apple online employee message board, which oh, was obtained yes. and verified by TechCrunch, the company is aware customers have been wondering about the apparent neglect of the desktop computer. Tim Cook says the desktop computer is very strategic for us. It's a unique, it's unique compared to the notebook because you can pack a lot more performance in a desktop. The larger screens, the most memory and storage, greater variety of I/O and faster performance. Hmm. So there are many different reasons why desktops are really important really? and in some cases critical to people. The current generation iMac is the best desktop we've ever made, and its beautiful Retina 5K display is the best desktop display in the world. Some folks in the media have raised a question about whether we're committed to desktops. If there's any doubt about that with our teams, let me be very clear. We have great desktops on our roadmap. Nobody should worry about that. Come on. Don't you worry worry about that. Bye bye, jingos. <laughs> so they put their, they put the desktops on the roadmap. So what they're saying is that the desktops are powering their self driving cars. Yes, that's right. Desktops, <laughs> Mac desktops. But, but the thing is like their MacBooks, well, yeah, their MacBooks are so powerful that realistically they could effectively just take a MacBook, shove it into the back of an, I, you know, an iMac case and have the external peripherals that plug in, like the monitor and everything that plugs into it. And they've effectively got a high-end desktop anyway. They don't need to do a lot. Like, they've got most of the hardware there. All they need to do is tweak it for desktop, you know, put a decent graphics card and stuff and tweak it for desktop applications. Hmm. In terms of their processing and everything like that, the 
they literally can just pull the guts out of their, out of their, you know, and make their PCs super, super thin. I yeah. really want to get a Microsoft Pro Studio. They look good, don't I they? Actually, um, they look I actually, I was playing with one of those the other day, one of my reps. Um, <gasps> one now. And um, as far as, given that I'm not a fan of Microsoft or anything Microsoft does, they're actually not a bad Pretty thing to play with. sweet, right? I don't know if I'd own one purely because I can't see myself using it. It's not a power device, but it's... No, not that. But I, I can't see myself using it for the purpose it was intended to be used for. But yeah. I can certainly see why people would use it and I can certainly appreciate that it definitely has a, a place and it's definitely, it definitely does fill that that gap like it, it's a really nice unit to use so what's it called the surface studio surface pro studio yep surface pro studio, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a big 28 inch touch screen yeah our reps are using them now for their promotional stuff yeah nice. the, it's got a little it's got a little base it goes from straight up and down to 20 degree angle microsoft said so you don't put your coffee cup on it and break it yeah. it's it's got it's in the base it's got like a laptop components and a slow hard drive was the only problem in the back of the screen. But um, um, Father Balliser from um, the Twit Network took out the hard drive, SATA 2 slow one, and put in a SATA 3, and it screams now. It's like awesome yeah. machine. Mm. It's not slow. Like, it's, it's not noticeably slow. It's certainly... Um, for all well, for everything we did with it, you didn't, you wouldn't know that it was slow. Like it feels. Yeah, you wouldn't slow. edit videos or photos with no, it. But no, no. But you wouldn't do that anyway. The system yeah, itself's not powerful enough for that. Yeah. Just watching. Now, a, I mean, it, it would be, but. Just watching a video of how they maneuver in the screen. Mm. It's awesome, isn't I it? I mean, it, it's basically you can almost use it as a replacement to the old architects table, whatever they call that. Yeah, and it's got a, um, it's great for graphic designers and artists and stuff, and it's got a pen that works with the screen and the sides are magnetic, so your pen can just clip on there. And uh, any page, like you come up with like a web page or something, you can press a button on there and it'll take a snapshot, turn it into an image, and then you can draw on it and say, yeah, say, say somebody was a customer of Glenn's and he had somebody who did websites for him and could say, Okay, so snapshot this bit over here. We want that over there. Make this bit bigger, like this, and that word's wrong. Take that out, and you could just do a screenshot and then print it out and say, "Here's what we want changed." Mm. And you can flick it across to the other whatever they call them, whatever Microsoft calls their connect devices. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. No, it looks pretty good. Looks looks really good. They're probably like, what are they about four grand or something? I don't know. Um, yeah. 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 They're, not, they're not cheap. I know that. No, I know that the, the rep who had it, um, is, he's, uh, he does all their marketing and advertising and stuff. And I went around to pick up some batteries from their, from their warehouse and I saw him with them. Like, give me a go. He's like, you can't touch them. I don't care. Give me a go. <laughs> Standing over my shoulder, making sure I didn't break it or anything like that. You should have said you were going to plug it into your solar powered I'm outlet like, screen, goes, screen goes up screen goes down screen goes up screen goes down. Like, stop it <laughs> he'd be loving life yes um uh, well i don't know if I've got, i don't have any more stories oh, except that's what yes. i wanted to mention is uh yeah. the remember last week the the court decision to ban to get isps to ban the pirate bay and all pirate these bay. torrent yeah. sites yep. so apparently they did ban them but uh they didn't ban them everyone got a vpn 
Yeah, but I think didn't they just ban them at the the DNS level or whatever? However you they want to explain that. They literally yeah. banned the domain name, so they banned PirateBay.net. Yes, that's it. They didn't ban any of the redirects. They didn't ban any of the IP addresses. They didn't ban any of the other known ones as known as. Mm. <laughs> so you just can't go to PirateBay.net or .com or whatever it was. You can go to every other variant. <laughs> and apparently, like the the. The easiest way around it was just change your DNS servers from Telstra to Google and bang. Which most people who are going to Pirate Bay probably already have done anyway. 8.8.8.8. Mm. Yep. Uh, they're the ones. You want, to, you want to hear something hilarious though? Yes. Nokia announced today that it's filed action against Apple in US and German courts claiming Apple has violated Nokia's patents. Right. Nokia is probably best remembered by most consumers now as the company behind the phones that had batteries that seemed to last forever and were able to do almost anything so long as your definition anything was sending texts and playing Snake. But as it points out in the statement, Nokia owns tens of thousands of technology patents using smartphones, tablets and computers, with many coming through acquisitions of NSN in 2013 and Alcatel-Lucent this year. Nokia's head of patent business said in the statement, after several years of negotiations trying to reach agreement, cover Apple's use of these patents, we are now taking action to defend our rights. The claim covers 32 patents in areas of software, user interface, antenna, chipsets, and video coding. Mm. Nokia has failed the claim in three regional courts in Germany and a district court in Texas and said it will be filing, filing claims in further jurisdictions. Apple's issued a statement to American media. Unfortunately, Nokia has refused to license their patents on a fair basis and is now using tactics of a patent troll to attempt to extort money from Apple by applying a royalty rate to Apple's own inventions they had nothing to do with. We're sending up for inventors everywhere by fighting this flagrant anti-competitive practice. Yeah, I Will, Will will have a very big laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. I read that one just for your benefit. What I find funny about the whole thing, though, is that isn't Nokia effectively Microsoft at this point? I think so. Microsoft sold out their most of their Nokia stuff, I think, except for the name. Oh, did they? Mm. Oh, they yeah. just kept the name. Yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, because uh, I mean, <sighs> the next one's coming at the Nokia Android phone. I guess they're kind of right in their argument, though, because the patent only exists while the product is active. If they're no longer actively developing or using that product, the patent doesn't really stand. So, they have a limitation. They yeah. probably, you know, aren't far off the mark, to be honest, with, with saying, look, they're not unfairly licensing this because a lot of the stuff they haven't actively used in a long time. But I thought well, Nokia's, got to get, Nokia's got to get money somehow, haven't they? Yeah, speaking <laughs> of the Nokia, well, they're, they're finished. They're gone. You, you were saying before when they have just basically removed the battery meter to say, hey, we don't, you don't know how much batteries you've got left. Kind of reminds me of the old days when you had an analog phone. Hey, look, 99%. Oh, flat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happens now. That's what happens now with the iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> the old, I had an old Ericsson brick phone and you could sit there and you could you take it off the charge mm. and you're 100%, you'd make a call and you're 98%, you got to make a call and it'd go flat. <laughs> Change the battery, put another battery in, 99%, make a call, spend three seconds on the phone, flat. flat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if, if only you could have hooked it up to solar power back then. It would have been the, um, wonderful. Well, you could have if you were smart. Wear Just a little solar up. panel on your head. Like That's right. Hey, I, had, I had a solar-powered hat. Hang on. It's, Hang on. The sun's moved west a bit. Hang on. Um, okay. There's actually a picture, if you look on Google Images, there's a picture of a guy 
with an iPhone or an Android phone with a solar panel on his hat and he's standing in the sun talking on his phone when you see the bottom of the solar panel is plugged into his phone. <laughs> oh, I Let's see if I can find that image. Just talking about Pirate it's Bay. You, isn't it? If you go to the actual Pirate Bay, you can see it doesn't work. But if you go to the PirateBayProxyList.org. Pirate.trade. Um, yeah, Pirate there's Bay. a whole... What is it? Yeah. Pirate Bay? The PirateBay-ProxyList.org. Let's see. Um, you can see the yeah, there a list of all these other ones that work. Like there's one for Australia. PirateProxy.yt is fast. Let's see. <laughs> the, pirate, the Pirate Bay. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, go again. The Pirate Bay. Ooh, they've called that proxies. Proxy. Uh, Proxylist.org. Pirate Bay dash proxylist.org. So what's here? Oh, okay, right. Other other oh. Pirate Bays you could click to. <laughs> right. So now I think I'm with. Let me just check my my uh in my DNSs. I'll see where am I pointing to. Yeah. Mine's, mine's pointing to Telstra, so they're all blocked for me. So mine's pointing to, at the moment... Oh, yeah, they are going to Telstra. So this is, let, let's go to the Pirate Bay... What is it? Just PirateBay.org. Is that what they're, they're blocking? Dot .net or .org or well, something? Let's try well, that. for me, none, most of those links don't work for me now. They work from work because I've, I've changed it to Google, but they don't work from home. But what happens? You just, just get a blank screen. It says, Australia has blocked this something or other. Oh, I just got a blank screen. The piratebay.org. Um, oh, content denied. Yeah. Access to this website has been disabled by an order of the Federal Court of Australia because it infringes, or because it infringes or facilitates the infringement of copyright. One eight hundred oh eight six pirate dot trade. That one works for me. Who, who's that phone number? Who's on the end of that phone number? I don't know. I was about to say I should ring it and see. If I'm going to ring it. Hang on, let me find it. Let me. <laughs> Malcolm see. Turnbull. Yeah, that private home line to the guy who decided to do it. Oh eight six. <laughs> I'm going to ring it. So let's see what happens. Three four six. Let's see what it is. Hang on. UK pirate dot click works for me. The message you have received denying access to a website is not a Telstra issue or fault. Access to this website has been disabled Telstra. by an order of the Federal Court of Australia under Section one hundred and fifteen A. Copyright Act, 1968, because it infringes or facilitates the infringement of copyright. Why can they put that on a web page? Hang up. Because it'll be different with every provider that you use, because that's specific to your provider. So if you're with Telstra, you'll get that. If you're with TPG, you'll get their number. Right. Um, that's because yeah, every provider who's who's agreed to do it is. There's at least it. half a dozen of these that work fine for me. So let's go fastpiratebay.co.uk. Oh, I haven't changed mine. I'm used to using it. The one that worked for me was piratebay.trade. So what's this? The owner of the Pirate Bay can fit their website in properly. Oh, I don't want to go crazy. That's just a, that's just a bad link. Pirate.trade, the second one on the list, works for me. Let's have a look. Oh, that one works. There you go. <laughs> Un, yeah. Unblocked. What is it? Un Good work, Australian government. Unpiratebay. Didn't they try this a couple of years ago and ended up shutting down half the internet? Oh, yep. spam! The pirates, today pirates are screwed now. Hang on, I've got a spam ad. Don't go to those sites unless you've got ad block. There <laughs> we go. It's, it's your own fault at this point. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> 
All right, let's see if we can get the Christmas special. I just early. love the fact they're using a law from 1963. That's great. Aussie Tech Heads 68. does not condone the use of the Pirate Bay to download and watch videos. Yes, we huh? do. Especially if it's um, <laughs> Linux ISOs. ISOs, yeah. Ooh, it was funny because I was when I was doing searches for Best Australian NBN and somebody's like, yeah, they, some of these have got small quotas and yeah, my Linux ISOs use up all of my bandwidth very quickly. I'm like, yeah, you're not using Linux ISOs. Well, you're kind of true, actually. I had to download Linux to put on my um, my media center, and it was two and a half gig or something. Yeah. I set up a little little virtual of uh, Lubuntu. You heard of that? The light Mm -hmm. Ubuntu or something? Lubuntu? Yeah, that's what I'm running running on my media center. Hmm. All right. Well, um, look, we better... None of them have blocked for me at all. They're what? They're what? Not <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, these quick, these quick 15-minute shows. Uh, <laughs> they great, aren't they? <laughs> all right. So um, are you out, Will? You got anything? Because you haven't been here for a while, so we'll give you a... Uh, just, just quickly, um, Twitter's launching a Periscope-style live stream streaming video in mm-hmm. the native Twitter app. Um, right. So everybody with a Twitter account can now become their own television network with the ability to stream live to all their Twitter followers. Um Nice. So there's something else to look at. The addition of the features, basically like Periscope, directly into the iOS and Android uh, app is set to cause uptake in live streaming. Um, you'd be if you're viewing a podcast, a broadcast, you'll be able to comment and heart the part and the participant in the broadcast right from within Twitter. If you'll also be able to go live and broadcast yourself right within Twitter without the need of the Periscope app. So look, okay, they've basically merged Periscope into Twitter by the looks of it. Um, I don't know so, who's been to broadcast through Twitter. Well, I don't know. There's people who've got a lot of followers. I mean, if it's then again, what's the difference between if you use Twitter or Facebook? I suppose. Mm. Yeah, we've already got YouTube's and new streams. And I've got enough. All this sort of stuff. I just Everyone's want... already got their accounts established there for video. Mm. I just want something that works, pretty much. A... I just want to know if it'll be limited to like 250 seconds or less. When I when I get the sky meshes, I'll start live streaming for you. Mm. I have to get OBS or something going, right? Um, yeah, midblast is easiest for now. Uh, OBS. If you want to stream to um, Facebook at the moment, OBS is the easiest way of doing it. All right. Now, um, I've done a Christmas card, a, a video. It's on the fa- it's on our Facebook page. So go and have a look at it. If you like Christmas cards, little Christmas yeah, video. I was, just, I was actually about to do that before, but I ran out of time. <laughs> I was going to have a look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. All right. So, uh, well, speaking of Doctor Who, don't forget the Doctor Who Christmas special on Boxing Day in selected cinemas. I don't and think. And Attack I'll... of the Daleks or something too, isn't it? No, in the Return of Doctor Mysterio or something. Yeah, that one plus the one of the recovered ones they're going to broadcast on ABC iView as well. Oh right, right. I, I didn't hear about that. It was must be it'd have to be enemy of the world, because uh, the the web of fear is not complete still. I think it's still missing episode four or something. So surely the ABC is not going to broadcast just a bunch of stills. <laughs> surely, but you never know. It's ABC. They broadcast a fish in a turd in a box. ABC is excited to announce Doctor Who Christmas Special, the return of Doctor Mysterio, and the animated series Doctor Who: The Power of the Daleks. That one last track to ABC iView on Boxing Day morning, immediately after the BBC's broadcast of the special, plus 
Return of Dr. Mysterio will screen on ABC and ABC Me at 7.30pm. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I think the, the Power of the Daleks, that's the first story of the second Doctor. And it's, uh, it's, an, it's animated. It's probably one of the better animated ones that they've done. So it's um, not too bad. It's the original soundtrack. I think we explained all this the other week, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how it works. All right, cool. Let's they're get on. They're yeah. battling the Daleks on planet Vulcan. Mm. And the Doctor's newly regeneration, regenerated, and as with Live all long and prosper with generations, he's he's a bit you know scatty, so <laughs> it takes a while to get into his own skin. All right, let's get out of here. All right, uh, thanks, Jace. Thanks, Will. Good to see you, Will. It's uh been been too long. Yes, yeah. Uh, thank- yes, 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 yes. It has. So, what, are you coming back? I hope so. Yeah, good. Um, it's, it's it's all time dependent, of course. But yeah, if yeah. I can get the time, I definitely I definitely enjoy it. It's just um, how's Cam going? Oh, and of course this week too. That was the other thing I was going to say. I'm going to uh, Cam was getting a bit chesty, so we decided we we're going to take him to hospital on um, four o'clock Saturday morning, and we just got out of town and we hit a roo. Mm. So got the extra trail off and. Yeah, no good. All that stuff had to have a high car, but the funny thing was, by the time I got home, Facebook says, share your memories from this time last year. And then this time last year was the day we picked up the X-Trail, it got written off. Oh, <laughs> no good. Keep away from X-Trails, they're dangerous like mm. Samsung Galaxy phones. No, no driving on like the, the, whatever it was, the 17th of December. That's it, we're just staying home from now on. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Uh, okay, thanks, uh, Jace. Thanks for coming in. Merry Christmas to you. Merry yeah. Christmas, y'all. And thanks, Will. Merry Christmas to you and uh, your family and Cam and whatever. And hope to see you guys yes. soon. I th- yeah, we'll do it all again next year. Yeah. Uh, are we doing a show next week? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think next week will be a goer. So this is the last show for the year then? It is. It is, yes. Happy New Year as well. Yes. Um That's it. Because look, we, I sat down, I think well, I sent a message to Jace before the show and she said there's not much going on tonight, is there, or this week in news. And as yeah, you can we probably, won't have anything to talk about. No, it's, as you can probably tell, if you've made it this far through the show, we haven't really talked about too much, but we've filled in an hour and a bit. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Just a bit of a waffle. But yeah, next week, uh, look, who knows, Christmas week, everyone's, we got visitors and blah, blah, blah. So it looks like we might try for, I think it's around the 5th of January. Uh, of course, Thursday? you pick the only week where I don't have anything planned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there you go. That's our life. You're not planning is... on hitting any ruse this week. No, no. That's right. no. All right. So, uh, okay, everyone, that's uh, that's it for this year. Yeah, so uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks for all the messages on the Facebook wishing us Merry Christmas and and the, uh, and the congratulations and all that for the show, blah, blah, blah. It's uh, very much appreciated and very welcome. And I hope you like my Christmas card. So until next year, we'll hopefully uh, be heard by you all then as well. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya.